Coming to you from the world of AV control and programming, along with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, how are you? I'm doing good, Steve, and yourself? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back, and uh, it's great to be doing another session with you and having the opportunity to talk about uh, AV and programming and serve this audience. Uh, I, I, I think we mentioned recently just how thrilled we are about the feedback that we're receiving, and we really want everyone to keep bringing it on and and keep keep us keep us going because this is really what gets us excited and and it's uh, just been overwhelming. I agree. I mean, the feedback has been awesome, um, as we mentioned last episode and even in the beginning of this one. Just keep them coming, listeners. Definitely get them to us because this is helping us shape the show for what you guys want. And that uh, one in particular, we'll call out uh, Sound and Communications reached out to us on Twitter and uh, their, their comment was very cool. This is, it's an undercovered, underaddressed area. So it's filling a need nicely done. So thank you guys for putting that out there. And uh, we really appreciate that, that sentiment, and, uh, and we're really glad that this is uh, acknowledged this way. And please help us to find more people to get the word out, because that's what's going to make this better. I know that you had someone as well from uh, an area that, that you are particularly active. Yeah, actually, uh, from my higher ed AVIT Slack group, Houston uh, sent a comment after our first one saying, these are awesome. Keep them up. Great work. And that kind of leads us um, into our current episode that we're talking about today is the community. I know when, um, Steve, you approached to me about this project, that's one thing we both kept talking about was how to build a community, a resource for programmers so that they're no longer feeling like a person on an island trying to figure out a world of syntax by themselves. Um, so the Slack group is one I run, and now it's not just for programming, it's actually for all higher ed AV IT stuff. So it's a broad reaching one. Um, is there any program ones that you follow or uh, use that our listeners might be able to get on? So you know, this is an important area, and and uh, to your point, um, what one of the things that I've seen, even with people on my team, uh, is that they would prefer to get answers to questions from other people that are in their shoes rather than trying to reach out to a manufacturer, let's say, or or get you know the the, the canned response or how or or you know try to decipher documentation. So. Um, answering the question, I know Facebook is really active and it's funny because I use LinkedIn so much more for business, but Facebook seems to be a place where people hang out and, and they're sharing their experiences and knowledge. Uh, it, and there's several groups for different manufacturers. Um, another area too that, that I know is that the manufacturers on on the AV and the control side are putting together forums that are linked to their websites where they're trying to to encourage community and encourage sharing and and it, it 
it's it's almost like being like crowdsourced so that their platform can be growing and they don't necessarily have to be the center of it. So people are helping each other, people are sharing information and and it it's creating community. So it, you know, what we're doing here kind of plays into that a little bit, just to, to, taking a, a slightly different angle. Yeah, I agree. We're definitely building a community here. Um, I, I mean, I know we're still in our infancy stage here. Um, the difference I'm finding, I would say, with ours over, say, the manufacturers or even some of the Facebook groups, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm very limited on what I do on Facebook, is they're more geared towards one language or one manufacturer. So, like, if I wanted to learn, uh, let's go back to AMX. So if I wanted to learn AMX, I would go, I, I'll admit, I am actually a member of a, I think, three Facebook groups. One is Crestron and AMX Programming. Another one's AMX Programmer. And then the third one is uh, BSS Audio Programming. And these are very manufacturer-driven. So you're either talking about AMX or you're talking about Crestron, depending on which group you're in. Where, like what our last episode, we're talking about the future AV, where we're getting away from these manufacturers' proprietary languages and using more open source and open languages. Um, our... Are you seeing the same thing or, or am I totally off basis here? Well, so I think that a lot of people, and, and one of the questions I was going to raise is, you know, how, how much, how many people are active and how many people are there to listen and to, to consume, but you know, that, that's something we can address later. The, the, but the, I think the idea of having those groups a lot of times is to be able to get very specific inf uh, answers to questions. So, so one of the things that we're not going to necessarily cover is a particular product or a particular issue with a pr product or a manufacturer. It's not, that's not, that's not what we're here for. It's more of talking broadly and, and talking about um, programming it in a, in a general sense, but um, the, those types of, of groups, I think, are, are very much, for lack of a better word, in the weeds. Uh, and the thing, though, that I would also caution or question is how many of those are also being moderated or being listened to by the manufacturers for better or for worse. So they sometimes that they're listening and they can gather good information. But on the other hand, you have to watch what you say. So it, it could, could get a little tricky. I'm, I mean, yeah, the watching what you have to say, um, I think that can go almost any, any realm. Um, we here seem to be um, no favoritism to any manufacturer or hardware, or any of that stuff. So it allows us to branch out more and talk about the pros and cons. I agree. We're not going to, I, I, unless we have a question that we can answer from one of our listeners, I don't see us saying, okay, this is how you're going to write a button to turn on a display in a, you know, QSC system. We're not going to get down into those details, but as we cover already, we're talking about building the community, being resources for members who can ask questions and 
be that brain to pick from when you're stuck. Um, so yeah, it's those manufacturers are listening and that's good. I, I actually hope some of them are going to listen to our show as well. Um, because one thing we learned quickly from higher ed is higher education folks do not hold back. We will tell you what we feel of your product. And this is not to knock anything is we do like our manufacturers. We like our partners, but we also have a duty to our students to educate them. And if the equipment is not meeting that or the programming is not meeting that, you're going to hear it from us. Um, and not as a negatory way, but be like more feedback that manufacturers can go back and adjust things. And I, I know that from, I had a product brought to me and the manufacturer had it in their whole demo thing and it worked great. And I turned to them and I'm like, give it to me for a week. Let me run into, in our environment. They did. It didn't work. And they called me and they're like, what do you think of this? I flat out told them, I'm like, this will not work in our environment because X, Y, and Z. They made the adjustments and it does work in our environment now. Now, it's not something we are ready to roll out yet. So it's more of a demo phase that we're playing with, but it's definitely, they took the feedback and made the proper adjustments. Um, so that's where I, I kind of, the moderation is a good and a bad, like you said. That's, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I, I, I know it can get tricky and, and, and for me, I'm always cringing when I know somebody on my team is frustrated because I don't want them to go out and, um, and, and say something inflammatory because it's not going to help anybody. They, you know, you need to handle that privately and you need to, to do it respectfully, but we're also in a little bit of a different situation because we're, we're not the, the client we're, we're a, a service provider that works with these manufacturers and, and those relationships are, are critical to us. But, but to your point, I think that, that that's a good opportunity for manufacturers. And I, and I know that they do, because I'm sure that, that many, the smart ones are listening on Twitter all the time as to, you know, what, what are people saying? And it's a great way to, to be able to help put out pro- fires before they, they get, to be larger because if somebody is posting there, they want help. Yeah, I agree. And it's, I think it's your whole approach and goes back to the community and reaching out to like-minded people. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I created that higher ed AVIT Slack group was to have a, I even call it a safe space where we can sit there and say, this is not working. I need help. And you're going to get help and you're not going to get sell pitches. You're not going to get the can answer. You're going to get knit down to the weeds of it and get your problem solved uh, one way or another. It's either going to be a resource of reach out to this person or, you know, you're throwing 112 brains together and trying to figure out the problem. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, um, circling back, to our topic about resources, you know, one of the things as we move to more to modern programming, I think finding answers through Google is probably going to be one of the strongest uh, valued resources that we'll find 
I, I, I know that that's YouTube is probably another one. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot of resources out there for learning to program modern day languages. Um, I think it's now trying to figure out those resources for AV programming. Um, I, again, I don't do much diving into the AV programming community. Like I said, in I think our first episode where I felt more like a man on an island. It's very niche, very limited scope. I'm branching out and learning, but I've already have communities I work with for my coding of C Sharp and HTML and my Pythons. So I'm trying to leverage that into learning the AV stuff when I get into that uh, pickup area. So I guess the question comes in too, because I, I think that that's really important is that the, are we, are we looking for resources that are more specific to, uh, to AV and to the, the, the usage uh, and, and to, to, you know, granular needs, or are we looking for resources for, for larger um, how to, and, and um, j- just, um, like figuring out the baseline information that you need to do something. So it's uh, there's two things, I guess. One is how do I troubleshoot an issue? Um, And then another one is how do I get myself involved and, and um, advance my, my understanding and knowledge. Yeah. And I think they kind of go almost hand in hand because to really uh, advance your knowledge, you got to be, doing it especially programming you're not gonna advance your programming skills by reading a book you actually got a program uh so getting down okay i'm stuck on doing this i need to figure out how to do it and getting that answer is great and that's key but then also having it's like okay i want to learn how to do this feature as well and you're learning where a broader community will come in. Um, and this I put out to our listeners, let, let us know what resources you guys are using. That can also help. Again, we're, Steve and I are trying to build the community here. So we want your feedback. Let us know where you guys are going or where you're hitting your roadblocks. And maybe we can put our brains together and build from there. I think that's a really, thank you for sharing that. I think that's a really good point and a good takeaway from, from this episode and something that could also help other listeners, which is really one of our missions in, in building that community. So probably a good, good place for us to, to stop for today. Um, as we've mentioned in the past, we're, we're now on YouTube and we're, we're also on uh, mainstream pro- podcasts. So uh, please uh, click subscribe, let us know what you think, send us some feedback. And James, I'll, I'll uh, let you share any closing words that you wanted to, to provide or, or, uh, but that what you just said is I think the gold from this episode. I agree. I think that's the closing remarks right there. Um, oh, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at AV underscore James King. You can find me on LinkedIn and you can also read my monthly articles on higheredav.com. Um, my column is IT in AV. 
And for me, uh, Steve Greenblatt, just check out Steve Greenblatt on social media. It's pretty easy. But uh, please reach out and, and let us know. And, and uh, James and I are, are actively um, responding and we want to make this a two-way dialogue. So uh, continue to share your feedback. It's really important to us. Until next time, this has been Ask the Programmer.